Well, good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, wherever you are, whatever you do. A lot of things happening in the world today. Most of them are far beyond our control, you might say. So perhaps it's time we took a pause and thought about life, thought about the laws of gravity, sports, politics, and or the news. That's that dial. Just try to hear me out for a little while, okay? So, no, I don't boycott the NFL. Sorry, I don't really boycott anything. But I know, you can already hear the emails. Why do you watch that stuff, Dave? Those people don't care. What do you watch? Well, there's some reasons why I watch, but there's also some reasons why I don't do other things. But there you go. Eco Biberi Capulis and Olive Vivera if I drink coffee so that others might live. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't boycott things. I never have. I don't, I don't I don't like boycotts for a lot of reasons. Number 1, the target of your boycott never gets hurt. I know you think they do, but reality of it is in the last mm, let's say 20 years you really can't give me any example of a successful boycott that really hurt something that you wanted to hurt. Back in 2008, 2009, there was a big boycott by the left of Rush Limbaugh and Oxic Radio. Remember this? I know, I know about it because I was a target of it. Number one, I didn't say what Rush said. Number two, I wasn't even there. Number three, I didn't have a $32 million a year guaranteed contract like Rush Limbaugh did at the time with $100 million up front. And there you have it. So all these asshats out there boycotting toxic radio who had never listened to me for a single moment, but I was on the same station with Rush Limbaugh. And how do I know that that was the the deciding issue because I met people who said that to me. I swear to God, I went to synagogue one night and was introduced to somebody who I had not met before. And that was the conversation. How can you be on the air with the same station Rush Limbaugh's on? Well, I don't know. How can the cops have their same show? How can how can the computer people have their same show? How can the, the morning... Religious shows. How can the farm show? Jesus, I don't make the decision as to who gets put on the air. Do you understand that? And your boycott of the station, because they have Rush Limbaugh on, isn't hurting Rush Limbaugh at all. He doesn't even know about it. Me, on the other hand, watched my salary plummet from about, I don't know, the first year I was in radio, I made about $92,000. I watched that plummet to just over 30,000 because of people boycotting something that didn't go away. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course, there were some other factors in there, too. But, you know, <laughs> that, was, that was painful. Rusty Humphreys and I once had a long discussion about that on the air, about the fact that we were the ones getting screwed by this, by this boycott. People boycotted Nike over, over Colin Kaepernick. What happened to the Nike stock price? It went down for a couple of days, and then went right back up again. Trump, a few weeks ago, tweeted something negative about Goodyear. And all over social media, there's all these posts about how the Goodyear stock price plummeted. Yeah, it plummeted a year ago, long before Donald Trump ever said anything. And in fact, 
since he said that, it's up a few points. Not much, but it's still not worth a whole lot. But you get the idea. Boycotts hurt the people who benefit from what's going on. So you start boycotting, let's say, let's say for the sake of argument, you start boycotting sports. I'm not going to go to sports games anymore. What about all the people that make their money on that? The people who advertise on that show that you don't see now because you're boycotting it. And maybe had you seen that ad, you would have gone and supported that business. What about the people at the games who sell hot dogs, who take your tickets, who dance on the sideline in scantily clad uh, uniforms? Those are the people you're hurting with your boycott. Believe me, Colin Kaepernick has more money than you do, and he doesn't care about what you think. Your boycott only makes him more famous. That's all it does. So no, I'm not boycotting the NFL. Never have, never will. Now, that said, let me, let me explain a few things here. Number one, I'm not boycotting. I'm still watching, even as I'm sitting here right now waiting for my beloved Broncos to play. I'm still watching the NFL. However, comma, what I am not doing is paying DirecTV $100 a month to have satellite television plus another $300 a year to have NFL Sunday ticket. I didn't really care. I, I, I don't want to watch every game they have, and there's a reason why I don't want to watch the game. Then I wanted, what I wanted was Red Zone, but you have to buy the whole package to get Red Zone, which is another $100 on top of that. I'm not giving the NFL $450 every year to watch the Red Zone. Then I went to, I think it was Sling TV, you know, streaming, because they had the NFL Red Zone. But even that, I mean, $70 a month for regular television, then I have to buy the add-on. I can't just buy a la carte the Red Zone. Ticking me off. The reason I don't want the direct ticket, I don't want to watch all these games because I don't want to watch Cleveland at Tennessee. I don't want to watch Jacksonville take on the Texicans. I I don't care. That's the first problem. The second problem is the the real problem the NFL has with, quote-unquote, declining watching, declining ratings, and, of course, your feed is all full of that, too. Oh, the NFL network ratings were way down. Yeah, I get it. You know what? But the, the reason their ratings down has nothing to do with your protest. It doesn't have anything to do with your boycott. It doesn't have anything to do with people being upset about the politics of the NFL. I get it. You're upset about it. I am too. I don't like it at all. But I also know that politics and sports go hand in hand and always have. I know we don't like to believe that. We like to think of sports as unifiers, and they can. The politics of sports can be very unifying. Go back to the AFL All-Star Game in the late 1960s when they were supposed to be in New Orleans. Sorry, New Orleans. And the hotels in New Orleans wouldn't let the black players from the AFL, the American Football League, the real football league, stay at their hotels. And so the entire league pulled up and went to, went to Texas. <laughs> Screw you. We're not playing this game. We're not, we're not going to give you the benefit of that. And on, on a basis of civil rights, they went to Houston, Tulane, as I recall. Dodgers bringing in Jackie Robinson, the NFL integrating, baseball integrating, uh, these kinds of things. They're a big part of this, and they always have been. Muhammad Ali, Cassius Clay, and the anti-war movement in the 1960s. And those things make people uncomfortable, and I get it. 
And what's going on right now is making people uncomfortable. It's making people angry. It's making people frustrated because it's not playing the game. Okay, fine. Turn it off. Do what I do. Don't show up 20 minutes before the start of the game. Show up five minutes after it starts. Believe me, you probably didn't miss anything. Especially the way the NFL plays these days. You definitely didn't miss anything. And that is my biggest complaint with the NFL right now. It isn't the reason they're, they're declining ratings. The reason they can't put fans in the stands. And it's creepy that all these stadiums are empty. But remember, last year, the year before, most teams were, has, were struggling to put fans in the stands. There were games in Florida, Miami, Jacksonville, where there were literally, I mean, 90% of the stadium was empty. And that certainly wasn't because of COVID, and it wasn't because of social justice or anything else. It was because the product sucked. Same thing happened in San Francisco a couple years ago, before they got, before they got Jimmy G. The product sucked. And, and people wouldn't go. The brand new stadium, half empty, because people, won't pay, people aren't going to pay premium prices to watch trash. They're just not going to. What made the NFL popular back in its day was the fact that it was affordable, reasonably affordable. And even if your team sucked, and my team did back in those days, you got to see the Joe Namus of the world. You got to see the O.J. Simpsons of the world. Oops. Yeah, once upon a time, he was a great athlete. You got to see the Ken Stablers. You got to see the the the, the players, the, the the John Brodies of the world. You don't do that anymore. Now everybody's so famous that you can watch them on TV, and there's no you know, none of that stuff. And the product is just bad. The Thursday night game was a great example of that. The Thursday night game was boring. I mean, boring. Two high-powered teams, Kansas City with its superstar quarterback and, ten, and the Houston Texans with their, their superstar quarterback. You know, two playoff teams from last year. And the final score doesn't even, doesn't even show how bad that game was, how poorly it was played. The Sunday games were bad. The, 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 the marquee game of the day, Tampa and New Orleans. The final score makes it look eh, respectable, but the game itself was not good. I had to watch Cincinnati and San Diego. Sent a text at one point to my buddy Tim. God, this is the first two and a half, the first quarter and a half. Nothing but a punt fest. One, two, three, kick. One, two, three, kick. One, two, three, kick. The, the product is so bad right now. That that's the problem. And of course, the NFL's problem is the game is over-officiated. It has too many rules. Instant replay has destroyed the game. I mean, it has just apps. I think about this. Instant replay, millions of dollars spent on this, all these cameras, all these different angles, and they still can't get it right after a five-minute delay. And yet, somehow or another, we're supposed to watch a video, cell phone video. I said this the other day of a shooting incident and determine immediately what happened. Criminy. Might as well get these NFL officials on that because they can't figure anything else out. It's, it's bizarre to watch. I mean, it really is. And it's so unnecessary. And, and really, it comes down to social issues when you think about it because why do we have to get, why do we need instant replay to get this call right? 
Well, because some team back in 1978 got got hosed on a bad call, right? I mean, that's where I remember the discussion starting about this. And even that play, if you go back and look at it, it was the 1978 AFC Championship game, Houston and Pittsburgh. Even, even if you watch the replays, you still don't know. And yet that's where it started. And the arguments went on for a few years, and eventually we ended up with this re- this idiotic replay system. And now we got flags on every play. We have we have replay of every score or turnover, and we have that idiotic announcement. We have confirmed that it was a turnover. Yeah, no kidding. Doy. Oh, and and to top it all off, we've got you know the penalties on every play, and the whole point is somebody's feelings got hurt because they got jobbed on a quote-unquote bad call. And we can't have that. we got to do everything we can to make sure the call is right. We've got, we've got millions of dollars. If just one call gets things right, don't we have an obligation to do it? No, no you don't. It's a game, for God's sakes. Ay, ay, ay. I, if I were king for a day, if I were the NFL commissioner, it's the first thing I would junk. Is, in a, is replay. I would junk replay. I would junk. Ha- What's a catch? Does anybody know what a catch is? I'd junk that rule. Replay, the catch rule, the kickoff nonsense. Tell players, look, this is a dangerous game. You might get hurt if you're careless. Pay attention. Yeah. And don't even get me started on baseball and the launch angle and the sabermetrics. And all that nonsense, that's ruined baseball. And baseball has become almost unwatchable. I still watch it because it's my first love, but but it's it's like, good Lord, man. Anybody know how to hit and run? Does anybody know how to steal a base anymore? Does anybody know how to play small ball? And no, we got to have the DH now in the both leagues because we don't want that. We want launching because we want home runs. That's what the fans want. The fans want to be entertained. It's the same with football. They don't want a crappy game and you're giving them a crappy product and that's why your attendance is down and that's why your ratings are down. Believe me, if every game the NFL put on was exciting, fun, interesting, and, and, and just thrilling, all that other stuff wouldn't even matter. It really wouldn't. In fact, none of it would be happening, but the only reason it's happening is because they need attention. They're not getting it. Stop giving it to them. It's my opinion, but, but no. Boycotting is out of the question. I like football too much. I grew up watching football. I, it's, it's a part of my soul. It is, as I have said on many occasions, the game that I was raised to play. I was very good at it when I did play. I know you look at me now and you go, four touchdowns, one game. I get all that. But there was a time when I was very good at football, and now I'm, no, I'm not. It's always sucked at baseball. Can't hit. But I was a great defensive player. But I love baseball, and that's, I think the reason I love baseball is because I had to learn it. Football was ingrained in me. I grew up with it. From my earliest memories are of carrying footballs and learning football fundamentals and that sort of thing. Baseball, I had to learn. Same with hockey. I had to learn hockey. No, I don't watch hockey either, but for a completely different reason. It hurts me to watch it because I don't get to play anymore. And I haven't watched the NBA since... 1991, <laughs> I quit watching the NBA a long time ago. It quit being a team sport. 
Anyway, the whole point of all this is that I have to spend this week giving Ben his star test, and that has sucked up almost all of my prep time. Even as I do this, he's over there filling out the star test, and I have to watch him because they're not going to school. So since I'm doing that, I'm not really paying a whole lot of attention to anything else, like Donald Trump being nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize that he will not win. You know that, right? (laughs) You know that the Earth would have to crash into the moon, or the other way around. The moon would have to crash into the Earth before anybody would even consider giving Donald Trump a Peace Prize, no matter what. Donald Trump could end all human suffering tomorrow. And he will not be eligible for the Nobel Peace Prize. And the reason he won't be eligible for the Nobel Peace Prize is the same reason why the NFL sucks. I mean, it really is. This incessant whining about fairness. This incessant whining about things that I don't like shouldn't be allowed. Since I don't like that, it won't be allowed. And since I hate Donald Trump, well... We're going to force you to stay inside until such time as we have decided you can come out. It's where I am today because the smoke has just absolutely obliterated our area. Our AQI is somewhere around 200 still. It was supposed to clear off yesterday and today. But of course, uh, the wind and the rain, because the weathermen can't get anything right either, didn't show up and so... There you are, and now I'm rambling. But no, I do not boycott things. No, I do not boycott the NFL. Yes, I watch the NFL games. If that offends you, too bad. Huff I don't care. You don't care about things that I don't like that you do. The difference is I don't feel the necessity to tell you that you're doing something that I don't approve of. And I don't need to post it on your Facebook or your social media telling you, why do you do that? Don't you know they're just spoiled millionaires? Yeah, I know that. I don't care. Boy, I wish they'd let me fix the game, because the way they're doing it now just sucks.